Well, everybody, it's Pocket here, and it turns out this week we had a little bit of trouble with our audio, um, lost some audio, but got about an hour left over uh, that we were able to pull from our live cast. And so uh, we'll get that up for you right now. Make sure you listen because it's still a doozy. But uh, sorry for the challenges. We'll we'll pick it up and get it squared away next week. I need to get my act together. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and try to get some more sleep. I'm going to stretch a little bit before the next one and uh, make sure that I've been been drinking enough caffeine. Peace out, suckers. Enjoy. Are you you sure it's going to work? Yeah, it'll work. Man, sorry, everybody. Apparently computer issues today. We'll just go from here. Um, Yeah, yeah, y'all are be all week. They can hear you over OBS. I believe. Oh, we went to live. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Yep. What were you talking about, Pocket, before... Okay. You know, it's hot in Texas and brownouts are causing low power in your house, which no, is causing other issues. I don't know what I was talking about, but I'm going to tell you. Okay, so get your tinfoil. Um, you hate when I do this, but I'm going to do it. So I don't care. You do you, boo-boo. All right, check this out. There are 400 and something people got arrested for January 6th, right? Um, but on if you go through, apparently people have gone through each of their... Um, uh what is that called whenever oh indictments and there are 20 what's called 20 unnamed co-conspirators meaning that there are 20 people that the fbi believes are conspirators they haven't named them and they haven't arrested them they're anonymous people um those 20 people it seems are informants or they're fbi agents who did some entrapment because we've done this before. There's a history of this. There was actually a guy that got arrested for attempting a, uh, a bombing on the subway in New York at a particular subway station. Um, he was a kid and the FBI, uh, an informant approached him, tried to radicalize him, convinced him to participate in a bombing that he didn't think of. The guy, the FBI actually went to him and said, hey, do you want to bomb something? He was like, not really. And then they convinced him to like they showed him videos of all the horrific treatment of Muslims in the Middle East by Americans and all this stuff. And then he still said, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll be a lookout, but I need to talk to my mom first. But when he agreed to be a lookout, they booked him for uh, material support to a uh, terrorist organization. Dude, this is what they've done. Apparently they, they got these there are at least 20 people who have supported the organization of the handful of people that intended to go into the Capitol. Um, and so you have these, obviously they didn't convince 400 people to go in, but they convinced a fair amount of people to go in and then 400 additional people followed after. And so yeah. there, there was Intel that said that people were going to go into the Capitol and uh, Trump, he, there's clear indications. He requested additional support through, from the National Guard and the uh, Capitol Police, and they turned down that support. They said, no, we don't like the optics of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they subsequently we, used this as a way to bludgeon people politically for the next six months so far. Didn't we say this the day it happened? I feel like we, we did. We, 
We specifically said that. What did we call them? I forget that we we used the term. We said they were. Um, oh, they're. Um, oh my gosh, it's like uh, paid agitators or something like that. Page paid agitators. Yeah. Listen, it was so. I watched videos from a guy from Wisconsin who does like wood. He um, he does woodworking, but he takes logs and he created this machine that has a, a, a chainsaw and it rotates the log into the chainsaw mm-hmm. and it makes like a spindle that then you he makes log furniture. Right. Well, anyways, this guy has a YouTube channel. He went to Washington on that day and he took tons of videos. I forget the guy's name, mm-hmm. but he took tons of videos and he shows everything was so peaceful, like a typical Trump rally. Mm-hmm. You know, they're out there with their flags, maybe a couple megaphones or whatever, but they don't do nothing. They don't start nothing. They're just just people that are proud about their country and they're they're out there. Well, he took all these all these videos one of the videos was right before this whole deal happened it was a bus of people that were just let off a block away from where this all went down so this but so this is the picture the bus comes stops people get off they go right to the front a couple minutes later now we have a scenario so so this dude right from the beginning said this was this was really fishy this wasn't people that were there to to uh, protest or, or anything like that. They weren't a part of the rally, and they literally started this. We talked about this, exactly how this is going down, and this is not a surprise. This is just a confirmation of exactly what we thought, because I don't trust the government. Just saying. And this is why. But I feel crazy when I say stuff like this. Yeah, I, I think you feel crazy because people have conditioned you to feel like that. This is all, all we're doing is just making a logical point of what could possibly happen. And I mean, dude, there's I, I told you there's too much power on the line right now in our country to leave things up to chance. So they have to do this stuff in order to condition the masses in order to polarize everybody and to get Trump to lose. They had to do this. Trump already lost, though. Oh yeah, yeah, but accept it. But just saying, yeah, except well, whatever. The thing, okay, so we have to be really careful about this part. Oh, sorry. (laughs) We have to be really careful about that. Streaming to YouTube, they have some very particular rules around whether or not Trump lost the election and um, any reasons why he may or may not have. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, I think that my my point is, I feel really weird. I feel less weird. This is one thing I will tell you. As as 2020 has has progressed and turned into 2021, I feel a lot less weird being conspiratorially, like thinking conspiratorially because of the way that COVID was handled throughout all of 2020 and all of the um, kind of the Wuhan lab stuff that we're hearing about now. Did y'all see Jon Stewart trashing the Wuhan lab thing? Um, I watched it for a second. I I got caught up with kids. Oh, you haven't? So you haven't seen it? No, no. Um, talk for a sec. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's interesting of that. It always comes back to the point of people seeing uh, things that are weird that happen during events, right? Yeah. These people see it one way. These people see it a different way. I would I'd be curious if somebody on the other side of the board, what they would explain it as. Yeah. You know, oh, I hear it's, you, a, it's like you, you explain as this, obviously it makes sense, but yeah, somebody on the left saying the same thing, but it's, it's something that I've always said that is, it's always amazing to me that two people 
can get to such different opinions on the same subject. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's always amazed me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, I don't know. I, th- I think a lot of people, um, if it doesn't agree with how they've logically come to conclusions, um, what they do is def- by default, they shut it down by trying to disprove or, or they set up this defenses. Oh, it's crazy. You can't believe everything you read. That's like the number one defense for everybody. Oh, you know, and they, they just discredit, discredit, discredit. But at some point, there has to be like in these conversations that are happening, there has to be some sort of facts that are included. And and I think there's certain people that just do not want to acknowledge any facts because they, they hate to be wrong. People hate to be wrong. I got into, I, to be wrong. I got into an argument with my brother um, back in dude. It was like summer early. No, 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 no. It was during um, winter. So like the holiday of 2019, right before 2020. And um, he was telling me about some stuff going on in politics. And I was like, bro, you're crazy. Like the stuff you're saying doesn't make any sense. And then we got into it again in somewhere around June. And because he didn't want to like he was like, these masks are kind of dumb. Um, he still wore them, but he was like, I don't understand. And I was like, I, I, my position was like, dude, just be polite. Like, it doesn't matter if you wear a mask, it doesn't hurt you in any way. Like, there's no reason that you can't wear a mask. Like, so what? Like, if you, you don't know if it works, you don't know if it doesn't work, just, uh, wear the mask and be polite. And he yeah, was like, on the side of caution. well, that, that's, that was my position, but he was like, but why? And his whole point was a Liberty focused one where he, his idea was, or his approach was, Hey, you, I, I get it that you, it makes people feel more comfortable, but I have a right to not wear a mask when I'm in public, like that, that there should be no mandate to wear a mask, um, which I totally disagreed with at the time as things have gone on. I was wrong, man. I can acknowledge that I was completely wrong about that approach because it turned out that that principled approach, even though maybe the science supports it or didn't support the the mask, whatever, the principled approach of I will not do something that is um, compromising of of my own rights is is actually the that's the one we should have protected. That's the thing we should have protected before we protected some other stuff, which sounds kind of crazy. I understand that. But I genuinely believe that we were we did things that were so detrimental to ourselves in the long run to try to solve a problem that we didn't completely understand in the short term and then nefarious actors used our kindness against us and stretched that out over a very long period of time to abuse people that they i don't know why people do that i don't know why california just i don't even think california's reopened yet or it just reopened can y'all believe that like california these people have been locked yeah. down for a year and some change dude Mm-hmm. That's yeah. insane. Lockdown. Dude, I've been walking like, not around. even like, I even like partially open. Yeah, I've been walking around for months. Like, maybe yeah. how long has it been since we worried about it? Yeah. Like, I'm. I legit don't. I haven't worried at all about contracting that illness in, dude. Since last year, sometime late last yeah. year. Um. It turns out that we I, I think it was important to stop and collect information and understand it. But then it turned into something different. And that's where I think that that's why whenever I look back at what happened, I, I can see flaws in our approach to pretty much everything now that I previously would have accepted the establishment government 
uh, I would have taken their their word for it. I would have just said, oh, "Okay, cool." Like they're 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 acting on behalf of the people. Like they're trying to do the best thing for them. But that's just not true. It's just not true. I I don't think that they care about us. Yeah, I th- I think um, I think we're so at first. I I don't think you're you're completely wrong. So uh, with something that was presented to us as deadly as this possibly could have been, yeah. like we were told right from the jump how how this man we were terrified right and i I don't that reaction might have been justified if it was as bad i think i think where we went wrong was after the second month we should have had way more data collected we should i mean they're just i mean and i guess it's easy for me to say that sitting here from my living room but um you know i just i feel like after two and three months and we allowed people to continue this this talk about you know how many people got into fights saying you don't have your mask you're literally killing people or 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 vice versa you know and and we we blew things out of the water like th- we needed to let science be science without the politics and that's where we failed but we were that's saying we that i remember us saying that mm-hmm. back in june of 2020 dude where i remember vividly having conversations where it was like this is all what it is but as soon as it got political then now we have mm-hmm. a problem whenever it was yeah. like if you wear a mask this is a political yeah. statement or if you don't wear a mask it's a political statement mm-hmm. um and everything felt like all the decisions were being made through a lens of what was politically advantageous during an election yeah. year true i don't know my point is to say that i think that i i now am skeptical of 100 100% of what people say about everything that's politically advantageous it mm-hmm. it's whenever you look at the capital thing it wasn't that bad dude it just wasn't it wasn't that big of a deal i don't think it was they they literally went back to work within three hours like i'm not there are very few catastrophic events that occur it wasn't like people i'll give you an example there are people in the media that are saying that it was the worst attack on democracy since the Civil War. That hmm. discounts 9-11. It's not like people that worked in the trade centers were showing back up to work in three hours after 9-11. No. That's my point. And so whenever I look at that and I'm like, that feels fake. It feels like they're, they're, they're overly dramatic, like they're overly dramatic about what, what impact this thing has. Then you start looking further and it's like, oh, there's a political motive for that. And at that point, now we can't have a conversation. Now, now you're just a liar. Now, now you're a liar and I don't want to deal with you anymore. Um, I say all that because I'm just really frustrated with the idea. Like, I don't think that people know normal people, average people. I don't think they know what abuses are being perpetrated at their cost. Like most people don't even know how the dollar works. Like they don't know that they're losing their value all the time. Like the government's printing dollars and yeah. we're, they're stealing your savings and reallocating it to Jeff Bezos. What got me today was I heard somebody talking about Amazon drivers having to take craps in bags. Dude, they have such little time to do their job and every aspect of their job is tracked so much that they get no restroom breaks and have to poop in bags, dude. I haven't heard Man. that one before. It doesn't shock me. They legitimately have instructions on how to pee in bottles for their employees. There are internal documents that explain to their employees the value of peeing in the bottle. Don't get me wrong. I love peeing in a bottle. 
Yeah. Just yeah. coming from a dude that pees in the bottle. But your gov your 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 corporate policy ought not be that your employees need to poop in bags and pee in bottles in order to accomplish the work. The reason I say this is because we're starting to dehumanize people like you and me and Slash and everybody. Like there's a line, man. There's a line and I'm not okay with it. And I, I cannot tolerate it, dude. I, I hate when people get mistreated. And do you think uh, that people should just not work for Amazon? Shouldn't a person that starts that job and sees that line quit that job and go somewhere else? You can't it's, is the problem. It's hard. Why not? Hard. Because if a lot of these... My, go ahead, Slush. Do you know how many jobs are out there? Y- yes, there's a ton. The problem is, though, you're, you're trying to get into a position that, that you believe has uh, longevity. You're trying to get into positions, uh, some... some uh, in a position that's going to uh, provide for you and your family. If, if you're somebody that, that is feeding another mouth, I mean, you don't have the luxury of just walking out, like, and just saying no. I mean, and you never know what, you never know what the next job is going to be. There could be just as like, I mean, I don't know. I feel like in America, I agree, with- but if it breaks your morals, Yes, but let me explain. So one of the problems is these Amazon fulfillment centers are largely located in areas with very few jobs available. And so it's like Walmart. It's like when Walmart showed up and they sucked up all of the uh, small town businesses that that were there. So what Amazon has done is they they pay their employees relatively well. And so they suck up this labor force. It dries up uh, a lot of the market space for labor. And then other people can't get those jobs and those businesses move. There's there's facts to support this. I'm not just spouting this off. But um so so what happens is these people have very few options available to them like to just say forget it i quit amazon literally employs over a million people over a million americans work at amazon and so if you if you just stop working at amazon it becomes a situation where there is an oversaturation of i i guess it's just the idea is that people will as a group will operate in the interests of the group but that's impossible um groups of people don't act in the interests of the group individuals have the agency to act in their own interest but very few collectively can can organize i'll give you a good example it's like this critical race theory stuff like we all know that it's stupid we all know that it's dumb to walk around and say all white people are racist and doing math is racist and showing up on time is racist everybody knows that then why don't we just stomp on it well because it's tough to mobilize a group whenever you the smaller the group the easier the mobility right and so um, it becomes a complication to mobilize these 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 uh, large, uh, n- completely not monolithic groups of people. Whereas if you're so back to Amazon, if you're working at Amazon and it seems like it's the highest paying job that's available to you in your area, it becomes very difficult to quit. And then you compound that with the fact that this is one of the things that's crazy too. Amazon intentionally tries to get rid of people that have worked for them for three years because they say they get lazy and so they mm. will do buyouts like they'll say hey you want you want five thousand dollars we'll give you five thousand dollars if you leave the company this year um not because they need to downsize not because they need to do uh any kind of layoffs or anything only because they think that you can get three years of productivity out of people before they become lazy and so they cycle through people they're using them like cogs in a machine um and who's the hmm. beneficiary of that it's not you and it's not me I guess we are like downstream and that we get cheap products that are quickly that I can order apart from my GoPro that arrives while I'm still at work. (laughs) That's cool, I guess. But I would gladly take that a couple of days later if it means somebody doesn't have to pull over and take a crap in a bag. Yeah. 
I have a question. Um, so they, they have, they provide instructions on, on how to pee in a bottle. Yeah. Um, do they have any disclaimers on which bottles that you can use? Cause I would really hate to have them use, you know, pineapple crush, mellow yellow, or Mountain Dew. <laughs> you pee in those bottles, we can have serious complications. Mistakes have been made after the fact, right? I'm just saying. And, you know, I out just hear in this, this heat. I feel man. bad for people, man. I feel really bad for people, dude. I'm looking around and I'm like, you don't understand that you're being abused and they're, they're stripping out your, the value that you have. And it's, it's all going to people that don't care about you. And the, the other thing that struck me when I was thinking about the last thing, the other thing that struck me about this is Jeff Bezos is a very little man. And I was thinking about if society weren't society, this dude would have been killed a long time ago. Like if, if we were tribal, like if, if he was a little man that tried to run around the tribe and, and throw people around, I guarantee you he would have like people didn't tolerate that. They would go hunting and they would come back and that dude wouldn't be back. He, they'd be. Oh, yeah. Sorry. The cheetah got him. Um, Our bad. Yeah. We. It, yeah. It just I know someone happen. who would last. Who's I know that? someone who one of one of probably one of his friends, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've seen, I've seen him throw spears, bro. I've seen him throw spears. He did chuck man. one, man. Woo, get it? Yeah. Don't mess with don't mess with that little man. I'm feeling very protective of people, and I don't think they want it or care to have it. Yeah, and don't I, protect them. Yeah. What? If they don't want it, then don't protect them. Um, this gets back to the organizational challenge though right so now now what's the if we what's something that you think is going wrong lb i don't know are you comfortable with everything that goes on in our society i don't try not to pay attention pay attention to things so ignorance is bliss right it is most of the time i think cell phones are bad but i still know how to stop it yet are you going to quit them? Mm, it has a place in my life that I like. What do you like? Tinder. <laughs> Tinderin'. Tinderin'. I mean, Tinderin. communication's good and maps are good. But I don't use it for much else. Okay. Do you surf the internet on your phone? Very little. Really? Yeah. Okay. I do all of it here. And do you, you don't, did you quit social media? Yep. Are you Facebookless? Yep. Wow. That's a big deal, man. Good for yeah, you. I don't, I don't touch the web browser on my phone. Hmm. Unless I need to look up something like specific. Yeah. What about podcast there? Yeah. YouTube videos? Podcast, mu podcast music videos to an extent. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't bring that computer into the bathroom with you, so you're going to have to take your phone. Sometimes my cell phone's sitting over here, and it's just fine. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't have magazines in there, so. Uh, I guess maybe I don't think about the quandaries of what's playing society like you do. I know. I don't know why. I wish I could do that. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Help me. Show me the path. So, I don't. No, I think about myself, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, it's as mean as that sounds. I was like, I care about people, but they make their own choices. I think that's you a know? part of the problem is that I do feel like I, I look at people as NPCs, a lot of people. Um, yeah. So, like, the, an NPC is, in, in video game talk, a non-player character. That's somebody that yes. 
there's a I'm for the audience. Uh, these are people that don't, uh, there's nobody behind the controller. It's the computer moving a character around. And so yeah, I look, I look out there and I'm like, how many people are just in autopilot that are NPCs? I worry because I'm kicking it out long term. I'm looking at the impact and I'm thinking your ability to create wealth for generations down the line is being diminished. Um, your ability to have a job in the long run is being diminished. Your, your, um. Need, like the likelihood that you'll rely on the government for support is being increased. And I'm like, not you specifically, I'm speaking generically to you. And I'm like, but y'all like, you don't even see it coming. Like you don't even know. Yeah. And it's like, it, it, it's gets back to that collective organization. Like if only people knew if they understood, they just don't. And I don't yeah. know how to rattle them into knowing. So, so let okay. If I think about, so whenever you talk about Nike, you just automatically think about sweatshops and you have like six, six year olds working in, you know, around dangerous equipment, pumping out Nikes in China, right? They're slaves. Like, yeah. Let, let's just go ahead and leave them. I mean, I, it's not affecting me, but I, I can't, my mind can't function like that. You know, sex slavery, like there's people that are, that are literally funneled into sex slavery and i i can't just not think about those people and so um when the super bowl was in miami um i lived in florida uh, outside of tampa and um somebody that that uh i went to church with or, or i went to some events with uh for the church they were talking about um that at the super bowl for that year they were calling for four thousand people uh boys and girls under the age of 16 to, to, to fulfill this need. And I just think in my head, like that, so we can now distinguish and say, that's a terrible act. Right. But the same thing is happening to, to our workforce and, and to, you know, to, to these people, there's terrible work conditions. And, and I don't know. I want to not you know, care I, about it, but you're right. Like, okay. I bought a pair of new balance, dude. I, like, have y'all seen new balance shoes? Oh yeah, I got them. They're you've got them. They're not cool, man. No. Nope, but they comfy. They, they are comfy. comfy. I'm not gonna lie, but they're not <laughs> cool. I felt like a 45 year old dude. Was that you, Slash, that asked me if they had Velcro on them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, some 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 Skechers too. Uh, I got rid of Skechers. I got rid of because my last pair of shoes, like uh, workout shoes, were, like whatever walking shoes, were Nikes. And I, every day I put those on, I was like, oh. Dude, I wonder what poor child had to be enslaved and separated from their family to make these shoes that I'm strapping them up. But New Balance are made in the United States. Um, and huh. so I went out and bought stupid New Balance shoes because I felt like at least if I didn't contribute. But then how many people are out there that don't have a clue? Like there are a ton of people that don't know anything about sweatshops, dude. I don't know. How do you yeah. tell, teach me not to care, LB? I want to not care for real. I mean, my, my thing is, is like... It, do you have anything that's made in China? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. <laughs> cell phone's made in China. It's just like if you are that up in arms about it, you got to cut everything, in my opinion. I don't think you can. Yeah. I, don't I don't think, think that's the I don't think And then it's like, right okay, how do you stop it? You aren't going to stop China. I The more I think about it, I think that we have... So it, it this gets this is why I was talking about it's hard to get a large non monolithic group to act as opposed to a small group or that's or, or a group that's organized. So really, what we're talking about is uh, the American people or the West against the Chinese government, the CCP, the handful of people in the Chinese government that actually make decisions. That's what we're talking about. Um, and so what we would what what I think we ought to do 
is if we could get people i think it's about education you have to educate them about these these poor Uyghur muslims that are that are horrific things are happening to them in china and then they're forced into these slave roles to make shoes if we could just get people to know that nike is the devil nike's the devil today and we can we can do everything we can to wage war on nike and then if we ever beat them then we switch to disney and then if we beat them then we switch to apple and then if we beat yeah. them, like then you've got to take them on one at a time, as opposed to saying, yeah. I'm going to go live in the woods and never take another thing from a Chinese slave. I think the mm-hmm. trick is to say, let's target, let's, let's think about this strategically and let's target individual organizations collectively so that we can tear them down one brick at a time. But I, I think though, it, it, to this point and your two examples, it's just easier to do it one brick at a time. But if you could get people to live in woods and make those simple choices, that's way more effective. It's just harder to convince people. Hmm. Um, and and I think I think it all comes down to the almighty dollar. If we could figure out a way, because if it was profitable to be moral, man you could get things done quick so i I, that's the problem that that's you you have to well okay so the yeah i don't think i don't think that doing it all at once is the right way i don't even think i think that's there's a term called real politic um and the idea behind real politic is that you you can talk about having your morals and all that stuff um but when push comes to shove that the real world is going to dictate what the best approach is. I'll give you an example. So we can say, hey, it's really bad to uh, buy these products from China. It's the same thing. It's the, it's the same thing. Like in reality, should we all move to the woods? Yes. But mm-hmm. in real politics, is that actually going to have an impact in the real world? Or is that just wistful thinking? You can't get everybody to collectively move to the woods or stop buying Chinese stuff or anything like that. So in the in real yeah. politics, what you can do is if the United States was a moral country, the, the way we pretend we are, then you, um, you organize the NSA and you attack American companies operating. I think we should attack American companies operating in China. Don't attack their American facilities, but by all means, no. if, if they have Chinese infrastructure, tear it down, man, tear it no. down and encourage them to feel like China is not a safe space to operate. I don't believe that we should make China a safe space to operate for anyone so long as they're going to do these horrific things to people. We either really care about people or we don't. This is a common misconception about racism. People think that the North was morally superior to the South in the Civil War because they didn't have slavery. The truth is the North was just as racist as the South until they had factories. Factories negated the need for human labor, and so now they didn't need slavery, so they got rid of it because it wasn't economically advantageous. Over time, they told themselves that meant that they were happy, go lucky, nice people, but in reality, they weren't any better people than the South. They just didn't need slavery the same way. Um, and so I think what we do is we rationalize based on our current needs. I don't think America is a, 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 a morally rich country i don't know that it ever was as morally rich as we thought it was or hoped it was um but i think we're intentionally nasty now like we we intentionally avert our eyes to horrific things going on around the world i don't know mm-hmm. i woke up from my nap today and thought about these things it's a sad existence yeah. i don't want to do it anymore <laughs> <laughs> i hate yeah. it it's awesome. Here, here's like say you say american countries go after them to shut down chinese co- the, the where they get it from china right yeah 
what will stop a european country coming over and selling their stuff here i don't i don't care i don't like just then you then you'd have to block them you back up a hair from your mic oh <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> it was just booming dude um i don't i don't care this is my point is it, I don't care which country the factory is operating for. If it's a European country doing business in China, attack it. Like I legitimately, and I hope we are, I assume we are, and I hope we are, but I'm, I'm dead serious. I think we should 100% of the time attack anybody who's doing business with the con, the communist Chinese party, the Chinese communist party. Um, so long yeah, but as you'd like to see the companies as us companies first. I'm just saying we, I'm saying that we, I'm saying that if you're a U.S. company, that shouldn't give you a sense of safety from the U.S. Like from me, the U.S. citizen. I don't think that you should say, "Hey, Nike's a U.S. company," and so the U.S. will never really uh, go after our our technological infrastructure in China. I think that everybody that goes to does business with China should know that a part of co- the cost of doing business in China is that you are absolutely going to be um, affected by our technological warfare capabilities in China. I think that should be a built-in cost, an understanding. This we we may like we did tariffs, right? Like everybody knew that if we put it whenever Trump was in office, we were going to make the cost of doing business in China more expensive by putting a tariff on the thing. I'm saying keep doing that, but let's add some other costs that are a little shadowy, a little more shadowy than that. And and yeah. let's let's start let's start getting crazy. Let's start getting real well, crazy. One of the problems you have with that. So everybody that happened, right? Yeah. People moved out of China, right? affected china but they just went to the next country the difference is the next country wasn't literally enslaving people yeah that's the big difference and the next country maybe i I think think taiwan's better i do i do believe taiwan's better but what i don't believe Mm -hmm. is that any other country on that list is near the threat to us as china either that that makes sense but i i don't think taiwan or the philippines or vietnam or Bangladesh is any better than China with morales. Maybe, maybe not. But again, a real policy. Well, we're talking about morality. We, mm. I think, I think they are though. Like I think the so human that's rights. That's two different things. So you're talking one is China as a big monstrous country, and then two is the morales of slave labor. Yes. So which one do you want? Because you'd have to stop them all. No, that's the real politic part. Is we brick by brick. We know China's a bad actor. Let's show the world, no matter how big and big you are, if you're a bad actor, there's some punitive consequences to pay. Yeah. This is this is communicating to the ten bullies behind the one bully in front of you that you punch in the face first. That that's, yeah, that's so. the point. Is you because yeah, that's all we can do. We can just send messages, right? Sorry, slash good. Well, I was just gonna say, like that. Could, I mean, so you always are gonna have. dishonesty always right Mm -hmm. so like we can say okay go from china then to taiwan and and yes i'm sure these practices are common within all these these countries but i think that if if the message was sent that we're not going to stand for for the sweatshops and and the morality of it i think a lot of companies would just say well why are we gonna why are we gonna risk millions of dollars trying to set up infrastructure in these shady places when we could just Go to North Carolina and manufacture there, or go manufacture save in Texas. millions of dollars if they do. That's my point. Is let's stop that yeah. savings by yeah, like yeah, that. corrupting everything they do. Um, Just yeah, like, 
Like I, yeah, I hate I, it, dude. How many? How, you know how much wealthier we would be as a country for real? All these poor mm-hmm. people. You, you hear about it all the time. There are discrepancies. We need equity. We need all the poor people to have as much money as the rich people. Well, you know how you do that? You stop using mm-hmm. slave labor. That's how you do it. Yeah. You get better jobs. You get make make manufacturing a thing the United States does again. You do that by stopping this nonsense and saying, yeah. I, but I really want that iPhone to cost eight hundred dollars rather than twenty four hundred dollars, dude. I don't have a problem. There's like a difference of cultures of liking monotonous work. I don't. I think that there's a. It's not about liking. I think it's about a reality. I think it's that if that's the option available to you, you'll do that. Um, hmm. and so Americans, I think the culture problem in America is consumerism. And I mean, look at us, dude. Who are we? Like, we really think that we need to stream this conversation because people just have to hear it. Like, look how self-centered we are, right? <laughs> like, oh, ooh, you just got to hear me talk. Um, I you think, think that I do think that actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that before. I was about the world. People needs love this. me and want they, to hear me talk. They do. They, they, they love my me. head. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the the point is that. <laughs> What do we value, man? And maybe I wouldn't have that sense if there were other options on the table. Like, I wish that, like, if if we lived in a society where we were wealthy, free, like we used to be. Because this all started because I felt like you couldn't talk freely, right? This all started because I couldn't just walk around and and actually share my opinions um, in a way that I didn't think would be dangerous. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not, I mean, they created this. It's not me. Um I just I, I do believe in free expression and I do believe that when push comes to shove, if the only job available is cleaning toilets, then I guess you ought to clean toilets or if it's putting together widgets, then put together widgets. Um, I just don't think that there are a lot of jobs available that are of significant value in the long term for the average American. Say all that with eight million unfulfilled jobs like we there are definitely jobs available, but what jobs are they is the question. Consumer jobs. I think it's mostly fast food. food. Yeah, yeah, fast food and uh, there's some like plant. That. There's definitely plant jobs there, but this it comes down to treating your employees better, having better bosses, or whatever that happens to be. Yeah. I think most of them are definitely like um, service industry. Yeah, I guess if you want to say that's the thing man and i don't think those aren't you're not going to be able okay dude golly man i'm just going off the rails hey um <laughs> i blame feminism for all these problems <laughs> <laughs> no no listen good lord you are just losing your mind uh, it feels yeah. it's just like his mind is going 50 directions and it's just like spider webbing out from his brain yeah it's all it's all intertwined I think I think a big thing though is, um, I, and this is the last point I really want to to make on this on this whole subject because because uh, w- you could easily spiderweb. So everybody probably, mm-hmm. or maybe you don't know, I'm the conspiracy guy. I've I say the craziest stuff, and a lot of times there it, there's mm-hmm. some truth to it, but I'm too lazy to do all the to connect all the dots because yeah. people don't appreciate yeah. it and they don't yeah. care. This guy over here to do all the yeah. dots connecting for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He tells this exactly. one. What the what his plan is in his head, what he sees, mm-hmm. and then I goes, "All right, I'll go look at it for five hours straight tonight." <laughs> I used to do <laughs> until that. about four in the morning. Then I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna look at it again for another five mm-hmm. hours. Yeah, I, I, 
I used to do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Ginge. Um, so, um, but but I think I think for me, and the overall theme of what's happening in our country is everything is based on marketing dollars and everything advertising, marketing, and a uh, control of people power, and so people call them the media some people say shadow government like you have all these entities that are that are twined together for all y'all conspiracy theorists um but but the very real thing what's happening is there is a very clear fight for information uh for uh, manipulation of the masses because they want your two cents not they don't care what you think they want the two cents in your wallet so um so it, it doesn't matter, you know, morals, no morals. It, it doesn't matter. People, they're, they're paying for your, they're paying for your attention and they're paying for your, the dollars that are in your wallet, you know, pennies or, or thousands or whatever. We, we talked about so many products in this hour segment that are so commonplace and we know where they come from, but we can't do anything about it. So there's this master manipulation plan. Uh, I'm not going to say much more than that, but um, just think about it. When, when, when companies like Facebook lets you use that technology for free, it's, it's pretty insane to me. We know that our cell phones are collecting our information, which then make it easier for marketing to come back to us. So Facebook makes money on us just using their 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 product and we don't even so I mean there's all these discrepancies but um I think we started this conversation at how to you how do you not pay attention and just kind of live in your bubble you know I, I I don't think you're wrong I don't think you're wrong LB it's it makes your life better <laughs> it definitely does I had to stand back and and kind of um Maybe I mean, eight year, eight you want to make your life better and you want to make your kid's life better and you want to get more money and obviously, but you got to figure out the way to, to block out some of the rest. Um, yeah, I think it's one of those. Uh, what's that old Irish proverb or whatever they call it, where it's like, may the wind always be to your back and the sun upon your face. Right. It's like, where does this come from? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying because it's kind of one of those things for change the things you can and and let be the things you can't right so i i don't know i'm trying to put a, a positive spin on this whole conversation nope. really because i i think you can go down a rabbit hole like i have uh, i was going to say eight years ago man i literally spent a lot of time trying to connect the dots on on conspiracy issues um between uh sandy hook and um um, the Boston bombing and uh, the Trayvon Martin case. And, and, and when I lived in Florida, like all this stuff, there was so much information that Trayvon. just w went whizzing by our heads. And we never even, we never even considered it, but I drove myself crazy for hours a day looking at this stuff. And I actively over the last five years have, I mean, pockets, I told you f flat out, I was like, I can't think about this stuff because I will go nuts. Like I will, I'll go in seclusion. I'll drop Facebook. I'll drop everything. You won't ever talk to me again. I've done that <laughs> so many times. So, so, um, I hear you on that. This is my problem. I stopped. I did that. Like I stopped engaging in anything, uh, informationally about this stuff, like new stuff. Um, in like 2015. And when I did that 2016 happened, you that's why i was like trump is not gonna win dude no way because i was i was only receiving normie news like that's all i was gotcha. getting 
And then, and then all of 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, all that time, I wasn't paying any attention, dude, or very little attention. I came back whenever COVID started. That's whenever I was like, oh, wait, what's going on here? Um, and since then, I'm almost ashamed that I left. I almost mm-hmm. feel like a rube is the problem. Like, uh, I feel like I missed out on an opportunity to not be a sucker. And I've been a sucker for the last five years is what I feel like. That's, that's, that's the problem I'm wrestling with is dude, how, how much abuse are we going to take at the hands of the, the bourgeois before the proletariat says enough is enough. Let's, let's stand up against these people. And I'm thinking that this is a part of it. Like definitely saying things that I want to say publicly is a big piece of the therapy around it, sort of a therapeutic approach to things. Um, but I don't know. I don't think that going into recluse mode is, I don't know that that's the best thing. I don't know. I can't find, there's gotta be a balance somewhere, right? Or not. Maybe there's no balance. Maybe, maybe y'all are right. I just don't, I don't think so, dude. It's hard, man. I, I have to make it right. You have to make the choices for yourself. Let me tell you what happened, dude. I left for five years and I turn around and we're telling all white people they're the devil. That's what I know. I know that I stopped paying attention and I turn around and they want every kid to embrace transgender lifestyles and they want every kid to uh, believe that if they're white, they're evil. And if they're not white, they're, they've been wronged in some way. Like, I think that disengagement has led to the ills of our society. Like, that's my problem with it. So, yeah. I don't know, man. But uh, what, where that, so what I- form that takes long term, I don't know. I feel like, have you ever seen uh, Jim Carrey's movie 23? No. Yes. That's like the super, he brings everything back to 23. Every, every single thing in his life comes back to the number 23. Somehow he adds divides, you know, any mathematical equation and, and and he, uh, everything is, uh, uh, equivalates to the number 23 somehow. And he drives himself absolutely nuts at every, he's like 23, 23. And he's freaking out that's kind of where I'm at (laughs) when I, when I get into all this stuff. And so I feel like, you know, to keep myself in a, in a positive, in a positive mental space, you know, I do what I can and, and, and try to educate. But the problem is, man, is even if you have the right answer, the people around us are so are, it's like, you can only give so much information to the people around us in order to help them along and to understand. So, um, you know, I, I it's it's pretty wild. But it's I feel like wild. it's made a difference is the thing. Like I, I look around, I think Krimi's flipped in part. Um, I think I think LB is flipped, dude. That's crazy, LB. You know you're flipped. Um, <laughs> yeah. LB flipped. I know a dude at, at work that flipped. Like I know a lot of people um, that are flipping, and I think it's it's. I don't know. There's value to it, right? Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. But the problem is the amount of people that are flipping is is disproportionate to the amount of kids that are being brainwashed every day. So it's like it's a it's losing proposition. Like yeah, yeah. It's kind of you know, and and man, I try to speak into the people around me, and I I try to 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 talk life into people around me. So like when when I'm with a coworker and they're going through something at work or at home or whatever, you know, I obviously try to speak positive into the, into their life. I'm, I don't try to continue the, the burning, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, I try to put that fire out and help talk, talk some positivity in their life. And, and, um, 
uh, I'm just going. Uh, where am I going with this? I'm I'm going with. Uh, <laughs> there comes a there comes a point for our own sanity though that that okay. we just have to kind of. I'll pivot you know. then. Let me ask you this. I'm gonna go. I want I want to ask you all this because y'all are in new relationships with. So you've got new females in your 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 <laughs> orbit. Um, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know nothing about anything digital related to you. Actually, that's not true. If it happens, let you me know. You want to know everything. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? We do need to know when it happens is what happens. I want to know how much do... So, like, I, I'm convinced that there is a leadership problem from men to women in the in the world and that women want men who are a, a lot more masculine than what has generally been communicated. Um, have y'all, have you asked your chicks if they're into like, uh, dudes that are, that are more, I don't know what the word is. I look at people and there are certain, here's what, okay. So the stereotype of the husband is, well, happy wife, happy life. Um, mm-hmm. and I wonder mm-hmm. if that's, I think that's horrible. I think it's horrible. Um, and I wonder if what y'all's experiences have been in that regard. Hmm. Put y'all on point. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. so what i see a lot is I, I hear people say that like oh i don't know let me let me get permission for that or oh you know i gotta talk to the boss yeah like that kind of yeah. thing and i wonder if the, i don't think i think that there's that's i don't think that's horrible but i don't know if that's been the common experience for people i wonder if it's talk to the boss because nobody knows their schedules okay that's fair that's fair yeah. but I think that there's, I don't, my point here is to say that I don't think women like whenever guys uh, kind of take that submissive role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all, yeah. y'all look at y'all. Y'all are like, I'm okay. not talking about this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so um, very historically, very historically, I'm not talking like, like uh, over the last hundred years, but just since the beginning of time, with not beginning of time, but, but humans, the, the, the majority of men have been like the hunters, right? Where the women's, the women have done like, and I'm talking tribal and, and, yeah. and all this kind of stuff. The men have, have, have certain roles in which they, you know, in, in which they, um, they have to participate in, in their relationships. So they're the, the providers and this kind of stuff. Now I'm not, I'm not trying to be all masculine and, and, you know, however, saying all this what i am saying is that i think i think there's something um with our bio biology maybe not biology but physiology i don't know um but men acting in the role of you know um leader or being head you know or what do they say behind every every great leader or every great man there's a there's a a strong woman behind them yeah. right? and I, I think i think that that's the that's the model of a successful household man is is the man that that has good leadership skills and i'm not saying women can't have that or, or anything like that I, I definitely think those are value, valued properties but at the same time i mean there's something about being a strong man and and uh you don't have to make all the decisions like that. That's a lie. Like men don't have to be like, okay, you're going to do this now and you're going to mm-hmm. go cook and clean and do that. that. That's not, that's not the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is that there definitely needs to be clear communication of what, what expectations are. And, and women are supposed to, they're supposed to support the man and, and men are supposed to treat 
the women like they have a say and like they're a part of the team you guys are, it is a partnership so um i can't really speak too much on your on your question because it's still very new but um but me personally i feel like the best relationships from what i've gathered in my 37 years of life is that the ones that are are strongest and the the ones that i'm going to try to emulate are the ones that have a, a clear very clear defined respect for each other mutual respect and for sure a mutual respect and what that mutual respect is going to bring is that you're going to make decisions that are best for the team right and so that doesn't mean that men can are just gonna you know sit around and and take the take the frying pan or or rolling pin on the head for for doing something but that hurts man it does <laughs> those frying pans and rolling pins are business bing I think it's a matter of it doesn't necessarily mean of income wise or being head of the household either. It it it, it's, it is what slash says it's respect and support of both sides and understanding what's going on and not it's not just backwards to each other <laughs> to every little thing that happens. So I think that whenever okay, so considering this, it sounds to me like the the underlying issue is women selecting partners that they don't respect then right so if if there's a mutual Maybe. respect they, like they play down they play down mm -hmm. um so if there's a mutual respect then they wouldn't necessarily have a challenge abdicating some of the responsibility to a man right yeah okay i can understand that that can make sense Maybe to me. It, it comes to certain people will be uh especially in minus slash's position of dealing with kids and then obviously finding other people with kids at the same time because that's kind of what happens is you find people with other kids so that's just kind of how it rolls and is being uh the proper father figure or steady and always consistently there kind of thing with Man. people okay so i'm gonna deviate a little bit oh, i got interest here so neither one of y'all come from well slash i don't know when your parents got divorced but lb your parents never got divorced right correct how old were you when your parents got divorced slash i'm gonna say 25 okay 24. so you were an adult so as far as you know yeah yeah, yeah. so okay so coming from a uh a split household i think i guess i'm the only one um my dad remarried and had three stepkids um he treated them dramatic now we've talked about my dad not necessarily the you know calmest guy on earth but um he in my opinion in my estimation treated them dramatically different than he treated his own children um hmm. and were they I, his kids no they were stepkids not half okay. yeah they weren't my half siblings they're step siblings um okay. so he married into three additional children yeah um and so my question is, have y'all thought about that dynamic? It becomes difficult. Let's say that you have a kid and they have a kid and your kid and their kid get into a fight. Have you considered what happens in the long term or like maybe the first time you can kind of brush it off? But if it's like this repetitive thing, that's where you get the you're not my real dad situation. Right. Um, how did how did have y'all anticipated that thought about that? It's, it's like even considered it not necessarily in the context of your current relationships, just in general relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've actually had in-depth conversations. Um, with her about this you know mm -hmm. and it's it's kind of it's kind of where one of those deals so so you know i'm christian right 
and and the um the list of priorities really for me is you know obviously god first yeah then second is the relationship and then third is children Mm -hmm. um in that order so like um we were actually just talking about you know the phrase like whatever happens the children come first right that's actually that's actually backwards right because if we if we do that like we're if we're led by our children we're just running aimless because that's a child doesn't know better so it's our job to make these rules and and priorities and then instill that into to the children so so i think the communication is is so key and and putting out those expectations so when you get into those sticky situations like that that you have to then go back to what was the original conversation and then try to logically move forward so You know, I have two rambunctious ch- children. Um, my younger one, <laughs> my youngest one, he can push some buttons, man. And uh, and so um, it's kind of one of those things where you have to you have to f- kind of figure that out ahead of time and try to stay on track. But and I'm not I'm not looking forward to any of that stuff, but it's going to happen. So, yeah, figure out where, where the cards fall. It's tough, dude. I think you're, you're probably on the right track. LB, go for it. I'm sorry, man. Dick, um, I'm just trying to put together a thought. I think it's also a, where I'm, where I'm at. It's a, definitely a bridge down the road, yeah, kind of thing. It's not something I want to think about now because it's not in the process. I think it's it's something that you you think about when you are thinking to the point of taking kids into the relationship because it's not something you should just be like slapping them in there and just going, oh, yep, this is the re- you know this is the next person because it, I. In my head, I have to make sure that that person's right. Here's new so mommy. I'm, I'm, yeah, that's that's not cool. It's, it's got to be. I mean, I got to be. It's got to be set to go and, and like be for sure before it's hitting my kid, okay. kind of thing. And, and and the parenting thing is tough, but you also have to be on the same page in the parenting too, on both sides. You know, with each kid's kids, and then you go from there, and maybe it's the way you handle it. Do you have any spite to your other your? your stepbrothers do i yeah no i don't care they're like we always got along relatively i would say 99 percent of the like, time just fine but with your dad treating them differently no he didn't treat them better oh <laughs> no no i thought that's okay. i thought you that's what you're getting at no no yeah. no no i don't think he treated them better at all and most people don't right they treat their own kids better than somebody else's kids yes hmm. they initially yeah, play the they game treat you better huh do they treat you better over them? Did he treat you? No, no, he helped. No, he didn't. But <laughs> no, he treated. I feel like he treated me better than he treated them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Um, not that any of us were, you know. As to should, I mean, I think the parent of the kids will cheat their kid better. Yeah, that's my point, overall. right? It's hard. It that, that's my point is how do you manage? Because this is what usually happens. This is in my understanding of things. Um, let's say that guy has two kids girl has two kids they start dating guy takes girls two kids out and treats them great hey oh let's do this let's do that it's gonna be awesome i'll buy you this i'll buy you that they try to ingratiate themselves with the the new lady's kids um that wears off over time and then you start to see frustration spill over towards the kids that um a lot of times um people will see them as 
I think people have a hard time getting past the idea that this is a representation of a former relationship too. Um, so your kids are indicative of the fact that somebody else has uh, been with you, that you had a meaningful relationship, that you had feelings and whatever. And so they, they, they have a tough time with that mentally. I think cognitively I'm making a lot of assumptions um, about this based on my limited experience. And my dad never said anything about that, but I, it makes sense to me that people would look at somebody else's kids as a reminder indicator that there were some uh, previous experiences. Um and so I think that's what will commonly happen. You get this front loaded kindness demonstration of kindness that erodes really quick. <laughs> um, that's just hmm. my assumption of what's going on. I don't know. Maybe you process that in a different way and don't do it as an extreme kindness. I think the better way to go is the, like, you touched on it and slash touched on it or stitch or whatever you're calling yourself these days. Um, <laughs> but uh, whatever y'all are calling me, <laughs> that's fair. Well, let's talk to Fox. Um, <laughs> it's always going to be stitch. So uh, I think, I think the better way to do it as far as I can understand, and this is again, not in my wheelhouse for sure, but um, is to have clear ground rules that are agreed upon how, how things, these are the things we can think of. This is how we're going to approach them and if something comes up that's outside of this anticipated set of challenges that we're going to stop we're going to step back and assess um, and have that kind of agreed upon procedural approach so that you're you're not that's just good parenting too so you're not acting from yeah. an emotional state within parenting yeah, um, yeah I, I i think um sorry sorry to cut you off no you're cool um, well one one thing that works really well and I, this is the manager in me um but it's kind of like so when i'm in this when i'm in the store and i have an assistant manager or shift supervisor telling an associate something dead wrong right mm. but i can't step in there and disarm them and make them look weak right mm. so it's kind of like you kind of have to let the situation kind of blow over then like what she said step back okay what you said was dead wrong I, I, I needed to take your side just because you are the one in authority. Yeah. But I need you to know this. And now we have to go correct this. Yeah. So this is either I can go in there and say, hey, we talked about it and we figured out this was the best solution. Or you can go in there and say, you know what, and and figure out the issue. And I, I think by doing that, it, it can it keeps that authority that authority still in that person and and that's where the relationship part has to come in is it's like if you guys aren't talking and and being tight you know that's why i said the the model is god the relationship and then the children and and you have to you have to have the that relationship really tight so that way you know you you can you can address things i'm yeah. wrong a lot of times so um <laughs> so i already i already understand this right so i i think i think with that you know it it, it should be an easy, easy approach saying that we can have a conversation because i'm, so I'm sure just say he's wrong yeah i'll say it so you're just, i've been wrong a lot submissive. Of yeah don't submit bro <laughs> um it's an interesting thing i i wonder if he's gonna submit digitally hey, um, one second. you come from you come from the, the left side other way are y'all gonna touch tips here on video wow okay oh okay <laughs> i'm so uncomfortable stupid. um <laughs> So uh, it's an interesting, <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting problem that, that I think, I think that conundrum I would challenge just having been a product of a weird situation. Um, 
Man, there's so many things that come up that are going to be crazy. Because what we're talking about right now are the parents. We're not adding the kid variable whenever the kid starts screaming or gets emotional for no apparent reason at all because they're going through <laughs> the hormonal changes or whatever. Oh, the racks, ladies. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> like that kind of stuff is going to be. Yep. That's a doozy, cool. too, because they're not rational in any way at all. Kids um, are not rational. Yeah. So bless y'all's hearts, man. Good luck to you. That's all I get. Thanks, Pocket. Yeah. <laughs> You're a real charmer. So I just got corrected. Uh, there's a reason why it's behind every strong man oh. is, a stronger, <laughs> is a stronger woman. <laughs> behind every strong man is a very strong woman's finger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but then, then it comes, there's another complication of like, say, even though you're like being a parent of a child that's now single and then finding a person that doesn't have a kid and then yeah. wants kids that's a Reset. that was another conundrum in my head i'm like do i want to deal with like having another kid and then how does having another kid deal with my kid like that Bro, is like that's got to be the most complicated of dynamics because now it's now your kids looking at themselves saying well i'm the product of the past thing this is the yep. thing you like more and so you like that kid mm-hmm. more than you like me yep I don't know. That I one's can't. weird. I never experienced nope. that. It came yeah, up I, to my mind a couple of times. And I was like, nope, and I, I can't do it. I yeah. want another kid. <laughs> Call me crazy. I want another one. Why, dude? I don't know, man. I, I You know. <laughs> you have two Tasmanian devils that live in your house. But I want a girl. Why? Wow. I, I want to sit down when she is 16 and brings a 17-year-old boy <laughs> to the front door, and I'm shook, cleaning shook. shotguns. She wants to do a shook shook. Okay, so yeah. I think that's a I think that stereotype is indicative of a bigger problem. Um I don't know that that's the right approach. Do you Come think on, that's the right fraud. approach? Sigmund fraud over here. Sigmund fraud. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm like you do what you do. I'm saying that in reality I don't think that that's necessary. Who does that, dude? Like for real. Nah, for real nobody. Yeah. Mm. That's my point. You know, and you don't be putting bringing the shotgun out on the first guy that comes in the house. And why would you do that? To what end are you going to do that? So. (laughs) This is the deal is I would rather, I would rather put the fear of God in this kid (laughs) when he walks up to the door. (laughs) Bro, you're like, I'm going to say myself, man, you're going to scare any kid that walks to that door. I'm just saying if some, if, if some little boy did something crazy, like, like, grabbed her and she said no you know uh, i'm not even gonna go any worse than that but like they were in the car i'm six said two no. and they'll be all fair to me dude i would whoop the living tar I, i'd go to you you could send me send them with the handcuffs take me to take me in the car okay I so the tar out of this kid let me let me reframe it and say that i don't think you have to go to that extreme i think yeah. if you if you say hey come on in nice to meet you tell me about yourself Uh uh-huh let me tell you about myself here are my ground rules we don't violate the ground rules that's just the way it is do you understand what i'm telling you you do excellent i hope that we don't have to have any additional conversations about that (laughs) but when you paused would have been a great part just to check the action on that shotgun (laughs) what what i'm saying is the shotgun actually the shotgun communicates weakness dude I hear the joke. I get the joke, but I'm telling you, yeah, in no. practice, I think commun- I think the shotgun communicates weakness. Weakness. Yeah, it means huh. you're not strong enough to kick the living bejeebers out of them if you needed to. I, 
I don't think 16 year olds think like that though. I don't they think the they can help that. it. I don't think they yeah. can help it. I think that, I think that you don't have to be knowledgeable about the world to understand human intimidation. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't even, do you really want to intimidate somebody like that? Or do you want to yeah. say, Hey, I will show you respect so long as you show my daughter respect and you show me respect and we're going to move yeah, forward yeah, and respectful. Yeah. Like, I just think that once you introduce that adversarial relationship, I know I'm taking this very literally. Um, perhaps it hits closer to home for me. Um, literally. Literally. But, um, literally. but I think that we need to, I think that a lot of dudes say that, but it's the wrong approach, dude. I really do. Yeah, um, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm sure there's it's just some, fun to say. It is fun to say, right? I'll clean my guns. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think the funny thing is, if I did Get have a daughter, I would probably be cleaning my shotguns because it's coming on duck season, right? I'll be cleaning them. And she <laughs> happened to walk in. I wasn't doing season. it on purpose or nothing. So I should just be like, no, 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 no. I don't mean to communicate. I'm just, I hunt. <laughs> I, I hunt. My waiters are right yes. over there. Can I make you a quail <laughs> popper? A quail. Hey. Mm. Okay. <laughs> but uh a duck popper or whatever it was you made that that's day funny yeah yeah the duck poppers i don't know man i just the older i get the and the other thing is do you really want to be that involved with your kids business like that like if you've got a 16 yeah, or 17 know. year old kid you really want to be in that my my thought, just revolt against you really yeah that's the thing don't do that dude i know you're joking and you're spec i can't believe you want another kid you're insane dude how old are you <laughs> 37 yeah so you you want to be he's 37 i'm not yeah don't do the math don't don't do the math don't, don't do it so let's we assume that you have this kid inside of the next two years three years nope, yeah, 40 nope. don't do so it so you're looking at 58 at the earliest point of possible freedom almost 60 dude almost 60 that's the life you want to live <laughs> You know, I just feel like a girl would be just very simple. <laughs> It'd be just a different animal. <laughs> Good luck. You okay, bud? They yeah. do. In my they are simpler, but they are not simpler. They tend to be easier earlier mm-hmm. and more complicated later. They tend. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about general they trends. Tend. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. That would be interesting. You want another yeah. kid, huh? Have you yeah. had that conversation with your uh, friend? Yeah, yeah. Does she, is she in agreement? Yeah. Is, is this <laughs> too much personal info? Um, what's your address? <laughs> See, nobody ever got knocked up doing this. This joke is just getting so bad. <laughs> Yep. Just Man. get done slash so we can stop talking about it. Yeah, that's at the very funny. least, dude. I'm not. No, it's exit only, bro. <laughs> exit Just only. Just go for it, man. <laughs> no. Come on, man. How long are we going tonight? Oh, I don't you know? know. What time is it? Yeah, it's a little It's a little long. But we had some issues. And then we had some issues before that. <laughs> hey, can you, can you queue up real quick? Can you queue up a video with... Um, with the dude and somebody getting hit in the junk. What was that I, dude's name? The prop, I can show the video, but I didn't set up this feed right, so I don't have the yeah. ability for y'all to hear the video. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I, it's going to be it's going to be difficult, man. So I mean, they yeah. can hear it at home, but uh, I don't mm. think that we'll be able to. Okay, well, let's just post some show nut show nuts uh, for 
for our viewers so that way they Some can donuts. check it out but, or we can um, look at it next week whenever i have a chance to get everything squared away here okay yeah yeah, yeah. let's do it when the power stuff's sure. going down yeah yeah um i kind of think if I'm, I'm gonna mess with the audio here and see if we're about right i might just start using this to record and everything no yeah. and that'd be different yeah we'll see how it all goes all right we'll shake it out are we done here yeah, yeah. I, real quick before we go, I, I just uh, I, I think we uh, so we have started. We have relaunched the old man focus, right? We we've re, we've. Oh my gosh! Okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah. So, so we have re. Oh my gosh, that's bad. yeah. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. We're at the hangar. <laughs> anyways, so we've re- we have relaunched Old Man Focus, right? We uh, we had a previous version that we uh, where we engaged a lot of very heavy conversation, political, socially, a lot of stuff that we um, we are kind of moving forward from. So, w- what I'm asking is for anybody that's listening to this, I would highly highly um recommend and i would very much appreciate any email or any communication from y'all on topics that you want to discuss um really just anything that that can kind of help us focus in on on uh, what what our listeners um you know what they would want us to hear i'm a very silly man <laughs> and i'm sure uh you know i'm sure there's a lot of stuff y'all want to you want to hear come out of these lips and uh you know, and everybody wants. You know what? That. I'm very. I don't care for that at all, dude. I'm disturbed by your reactions. Oh, that was really. I, so, anyways, uh, no, but 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 hit us <laughs> seriously. Hit us with emails. Uh, hit us with uh, you know comment on our on our uh, videos and let us know. Mm-hmm. Feel free to let me know what you think of this beard. Isn't it a beautiful, luscious beard? Oh my gosh, I hate you right now. Don't you wish you had one of these? So, how are we ending this thing? So we just talk about my luscious beard. No. Nope. All right. Can you yeah. make a man bun from, from the? Can y'all end this by complimenting my beard? No, no, I will not. <laughs> I won't do that. Shocking! I can't believe you didn't go along with that. What I'm gonna want you to do is go get a scissor, just cut it right Sizzle. square, right off the bottom, and I want you to, I want you to super gorilla glue that to your to, to the top of your head and make it into a beard mullet. <laughs> I, I didn't think if I shaved, it, I would shave just right here first. I wonder if I shaved the middle and kept everything out here. Yeah, that'd be pretty. Dude, dope. That would actually be kind of dope. Yeah. yeah. Or you look I, like an idiot. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't completely shaved my face since, uh, like, 2014. Nice. Yeah. I haven't been baby-faced since I was 16. Oh, there you go. Shut, you haven't shaved at up. all? Like, you, I mean, you've sh- never been cleanly shaven? I have not been cleanly shaven since Why? I was 16. Try it, dude. I like, I like this. But um, what if it's awesome? What if your face is better than you remember? No, it's been decades. It's not. It's ugly. Mm. You, you don't like your face? No. Why, man? You should love your face, dude. Yeah. Really, I like my face just fine. With I love with my face, hair. dude. Yeah I, yeah, I bet you do. I, man, <laughs> my face is beautiful, dude. Mm. I'm like, man. I look at me and I'm like, dude, that guy, that's a beautiful man. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I'm just going to stop talking. So, okay. And so maybe I'm, I'm, he will end this. I'm taking, I'm taking the I'm taking the
to this pony. Oh man, did you check out? No, you're good. Go for it. Yeah, so uh, you know, I just I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this on a positive note, folks. I want this week, go ahead and speak positive things to yourself. Be like pockets. Look yourself in the mirror and say, you are gorgeous. Tell yourself these things. And I want you in the morning to to tell you that, tell yourself that the day is going to be great. Um, You can do it. You can do it, folks. You can. And uh, anyways, y'all have a great night. And we'll see you next week. Same time, same channel. See ya.